0: You're listening to Healthy AF Podcast, discussing all things strength, nutrition, and performance. We help people improve performance, reduce injury, and move better. And now, here are your hosts, Dave Howington and Corey Lehman. What's up, everybody? It's Corey, I'm alongside Dave here, and we are talking today about mistakes we have made in training. I was gonna say three mistakes, Dave, but we've probably made a lot of mistakes in exercise and fitness.
1: Oh, yeah. Uh, I think before we get too far, it's important to address the elephant in the room. It's been a long time since we came out with the podcast, but we felt it was only fitting now that football is back to, in solidarity, come back with the podcast.
0: Yeah, well, we've been busy training people on virtual sessions, so we had to catch our breath there.
1: <laughs> yeah, true. Uh, Zoom fatigue is a real, real thing.
0: But we're back and we're ready to make it happen, so um let's dive into it dave tell me one mistake you've made hopefully people can learn
1: so with training you know you get to a point where maybe you go on vacation you take a little break and then you come back and the mistake i made was i've done this a lot you think i've learned by now is i come back and i go just as hard as i did before i left and inevitably, what happens is I all of a sudden wake up the next day feeling like I got hit by a Mack truck. So I think to correct that mistake, and I actually, you know, not the two-mile horn, but I'm going to. I did much better after COVID, after quarantine. Um, was is to go slow. Um, if you depend on how long you take off, like if you take a week off, you can kind of pick up where you left off, but don't try to use the same amount of weight that you used. You know, go lighter and just be okay with that um, especially if you're someone that's super competitive like me or like for COVID like I took a whole three months off from the weight room so when I got back I just restarted the program that I was doing.
0: How do you how do you personally feel though that you balance that because I'm like, like I just started getting back into deadlifts after taking time off and I was like I was doing the exercise and I'm like I'm going to work up to this. But then I started, I was like, ah, you know, I don't feel 100% on this. Like, how do you balance not being soft versus, like, pushing yourself and being smart?
1: Um, So that's a good question. (laughs) I think the big thing is you're uh, rating a perceived exertion, RPE. So when you're doing a lift, if you haven't done it in a while or you take some time off and you haven't done it in a while, just gauge how hard that exercise feels. And kind of use that like if you get to a point where it's like I'm doing deadlift and I haven't done deadlift in a while and I finish the set but I feel like I could have gone like you know four more reps then I might try to go a little heavier push myself a little bit next next set or next workout Um, otherwise if like I feel like maybe I don't feel like I could have gotten any more reps and I know all right maybe I need to just keep it there for today I think the other thing, too, is just there's nothing wrong with maybe being, quote-unquote, soft for a week when you're getting back and just moving, and then the next week, thinking about pushing yourself a little bit more.
0: Yeah, I think so many times we want to get results fast. Right. right. Like, that's just, that's human nature. We want to get results fast, so we're trying to think, all right, how can I accomplish my goal as quickly as possible, and that's... Probably one of the big mistakes I've probably made is, okay, I'm going to hit X number by this date rather than seeing fitness as sort of this never-ending journey because that's kind of what it is, right? Like, yeah, yeah, sure, you're going to hit goals and you're going to hit milestones along the way, but there's something also to be said for, like, just piecing together, like, consistent days of movement and activity,
1: Oh yeah. Consistency is huge. I agree. And just the idea too, like, you know, for all you stock market people out there, fitness is more about, you know, that long game. It's the mutual funds. It's not the day trading.
0: Yep. Now that sort of makes me think a little bit about you. You mentioned this thing to me just when we were dialoguing the other day about like the importance of activity. Mm -hmm. And it really, you and I have talked a lot about the importance of just general movement um, from walking to gardening to taking the stairs to uh, standing up multiple times throughout the day and just how much of an impact it has on your day to day and I think that's probably one of the big mistakes I think I've made especially being an athlete it was like I'm going to go 100 miles an hour right i'm gonna i'm gonna train as hard as i can but the rest of the day i'm gonna lay on the couch and recover and then like once i stopped playing competitive sports i think you and i both agree that the activity that we do outside of our planned exercise session is really just as important if not more important than the exercise right the getting the daily walks getting um just that daily activity being somebody who's constantly moving
1: i i agree i used to be that same kind of person that would foo-foo physical activity think like ten thousand steps and just be like oh that's an arbitrary number and to some extent it it is but the mistake we make when we think rest is we think that means laying on the couch when like to your point it needs to be active um i think uh n equals one anecdotally for myself during quarantine, when I was virtual training, I was sitting at my computer a lot and I don't walk as much when I'm sitting at my computer as I do when I'm here in the office. And so what you find is like, for me, I know that when I gain weight and I gain bad weight, quote unquote, typically it's gonna start showing on my face first. And I started seeing that, like I started getting a little bit of a double chin and everything like that. (laughs) <laughs> once we got back to the training in person and I was walking around and you know we'd get a lot of steps working here like I've gotten 26,000 steps before just by working but next thing you know my face started getting leaner again and I started losing that like I didn't lose weight but I started losing the quote-unquote fat that I had and even the in-body showed that too so I think physical activity goes a long way for any body composition goals but then just also general health and well-being like when I get my 10,000 steps I have a much better night's sleep than when I missed that mark.
0: Yeah. And I, like I've even thought of ways in my head, like how can I prioritize physical activity? Well, one way is like any, uh, any little job around the house sometimes like, Oh, I'll get up. I'll get it. Or like if my kids leave toys around, that's something I think like, Oh, it's a chance for me to like get down on the floor, get up. Like, I know it's like little things, but just like you said, Dave, I've noticed that when I don't have high levels of activity, regardless of how my exercise training sessions are going, I can sort of feel myself either regressing from like a a body composition standpoint, and I also don't feel as energized. So I think that's one big thing for me um, is that I have certainly made a mistake on is neglecting just the overall benefit of activity.
1: Oh yeah, and I think the other you know leads into another mistake that I have made is mistaking you know like you said exercise for activity and vice versa. It's easy to think oh I went for my walk now I don't want to work out. They're two different things. They're not on the same spectrum. They're going to both benefit you, but a walk doesn't replace a workout. A workout doesn't replace a walk. And if you really wanna prioritize your activity, then you know we got millions of step trackers these days. You got your phone that you can use, but I highly recommend setting for yourself a goal. Start with maybe 7,000 steps. Get that on a daily basis, build that habit into your lifestyle, and gradually try to increase it. Yep.
0: Yeah. So on the exercise side, the training, um, one of the big things that has been a mistake of mine, is I would say being too soft, being too light, um, focusing too much on form. Um, you know, in previous podcasts, we've talked a little bit about like system one versus system two thinking. I, I think there's something to be said for there's certainly exercise that needs to be done where you're very engaged on your form. You're very um, attentive to the details. It might be more. Um, it might be more specific to a certain attribute you want to um, gain or a quality you want to develop. But there's also other times where you literally just kind of need to turn your brain off and move some weight, and almost like caveman style it.
1: Yeah, I I agree. Uh, there's a workout we've both done called the thirty thirty, which I won't go into too much detail. But if you ever want, you can always ask me. Um, that honestly crushes you, and you don't realize how hard you don't work until you do a workout like that, and you survive it but barely. And you're like, holy cow! <laughs> like I can definitely go a lot harder. Uh, the other thing too. Well, you're is, just getting a ton of volume, right? Oh yeah, for sure. And then the other thing too is like even just wearing your heart rate monitor and seeing like where your heart rate is at a lot of times to like real like opens up your eyes is how hard you're not actually working. Right. Um, and I think for me I've made in a similar way I've made the mistake of trying to you know we all want that minimum effective dose we want to try to see what's the least amount of work we can do and still get benefits and to be fair like (laughs) it can work but more times than not it's not going to be effective because it's minimum effective right so it's like like you said like I've learned like yeah, there are times where I I want to tune into what my body is doing. I want to tune into my positioning, but then there's other times where I just need to turn that off and I just need to go hard. And I think it's important to have that balance. But an easy way to do that is maybe alternate. Like for every two workouts where you're tuning in, you're going system one. Listen to that podcast if you haven't. Uh, then you have a workout where you're going or system two, I think. And then you have that workout where you're going system one. You turn that off and you just go hard.
0: Yeah. Well, and you, you usually do a good job of this, Dave. And it's I think you do a, a a fairly productive job of at least tracking or having an idea of overall volume. Yeah. And when we talk about volume, uh, just a simple way. There's there's a couple different ways you can look at it, but look at the amount of weight you're using times the amount of sets times the amount of reps, and you can get an idea of how many actual pounds am I moving in a given workout. Yeah. Um. And so something like that can be very helpful just to give you an idea of, okay, I'm actually putting forth a lot of effort and energy. And ultimately, um, this ties back to your goals. But if weight management or weight loss or added strength is a goal, you're going to need some significant volume um, in your training at some level. So for me, that has has been something where the pendulum has kind of swung, where I was so much volume for so long i think i was almost burnt out but the pendulum swung too far where i'm like no i just kind of want to like tweak with my form and work technique the reality is you have to you have to put the work in at some level right it has to to become a habit
1: yeah you have to have both you can't you can't go too much volume all the time because you'll burn out but you can't go too little because you're going to regress yeah
0: yeah Okay, let's finish up with one more mistake. What, what, what do you got?
1: So this is one I've been mulling over, but a big mistake, and this kind of goes along with the idea of volume, minimum effective dose, all that stuff, is letting myself have too many goals. And what I mean by that is I'll put forth, like, I want to gain muscle. I want to get better at the deadlift. I want to do all these things. And, like, they might all help each other, but really you can only have one goal at a time. And you've got to focus on that goal. And if you have too many goals, it, you run that risk of getting distracted and then going nowhere. Hmm. Um, so like one thing I've started doing too with a lot of my clients is when they come in, myself as well, I, I ask them like, what are your three top goals and rank them? Because the number one goal is what we're going to focus on. And it's easy to get distracted, it's easy to get bored, um, but then you're not going to reach your goals. Or you might reach them, but not as effectively.
0: Yeah, no, I really like that. and it, it's. Brings me back to something else we've talked about, which is the said principle, specific adaptation to impose demands, which is basically just a fancy way to say you get what you train for. You know, so when people say, I want to become more flexible, but they spend 10 minutes stretching, you're sort of like, yeah, but you know that 10 minutes won't make you stronger, but yet you think 10 minutes will make you more flexible, right? Yeah. So really figuring out what is that goal and then Put your effort towards that, and this sort of ties back into the other points. Effort, really, in this case, is kind of defined by frequency, duration, volume, the amount of, of energy that you're putting towards that goal.
1: Exactly. Uh, so I think that's a huge one, and I think that's actually a pretty good one to leave us with. It's just keep uh, the strength coach stand, John says, keep the goal the goal, or the main thing is the main thing. Or to even paraphrase Ronnie Coleman, Everybody wants to be a bodybuilder, but no one wants to lift weight. (laughs)
0: That's true. It takes a lot of work to get to to that size. And we've talked extensively about to actually put on muscle. It's not easy. It's hard work. So learn from our mistakes, guys. Hopefully this was helpful to you. Um, Drop a comment. Drop a review. We always appreciate that. And until next time, stay healthy AF. Thanks so much for listening to this episode of the Healthy AF podcast, where we help athletes and adults move, perform, and live better. If you're not subscribed already, be sure to go ahead and click that button right now. And if you found value in this episode, we'd love if you would do us a quick favor and rate
1: and review the podcast. We'll see you on the next show.